Achoo! 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 Are you ready to sneeze, B? Because... Oh! There we go. There we go. Biscuits and tea. Think hard. Think clear. Think fast. And think thoughts. 34, period, 99. Welcome in for another episode of Biscuits and Tea with Tyler Back leading us off here, the professional goalkeeper. He's going to be leading us off today. Welcome in. It's coming in hot. Here we go. In hot. All right. First off, I want to say (laughs) that that Super Bowl was the biggest letdown, I think, of any Super Bowl that I've been alive for. Worst, one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever watched. But what was not boring was the parade that the Buccaneers had after. And Tom Brady, oh my gosh. Rev, you haven't seen any of this, have you? He was absolutely hammered. Like the whole destroyed. And I'm guessing it's probably a big factor. Is This is the first time he's been able to go on a parade and it's not two degrees outside. Yeah, it's all boat. They have boats. They're fucking taking boats the around. Boat? Yeah, they're taking boats around. And then Tom Brady, Paul, you got a? Can you play that video that I sent you? So look what's one is, what's in his hands. Is that the Super Bowl or the trophy? Whatever. He's chucking the trophy, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just giggling about it too. He's just he's so drunk it. too. He's so wasted. Do you think it's do you think it's the fake trophy? Do you think they have a fake trophy? No, like the real no, that's the, you can hear if you play the vi- audio in that. Listen, you can hear you can hear his kid yelling at him not to do it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, even if even if it went down to the bottom of the ocean, they would have deep sea dove that shit in no time. Oh, uh, they they would have. Just, he just would go get another one next year, anyways. Before we go to the segue, I just want to mention that in case anyone didn't notice, the Washington football team actually put up the best fight up against the Bucks out of any team in the playoffs. Yeah, and you got you got, you signed your quarterback the two year. Yeah, you know I don't know, man. It's interesting. I think you guys had a better offensive line than us, so you know I think that's kind of the key reason going to that game. What what the big difference is, but anyways, speaking of money. Speaking of money, uh, Tom Brady has a lot of it. He doesn't make a lot of it because his wife makes all the money for him. Uh, but Jerry Jones, oh yeah, dude, she makes so much more money than him. And he takes, he's been taking discounts. That's how the Patriots have won all this time with the salary cap. Um, but Jerry Jones, he also has a lot of money. You think Jerry Jones is investing in some doge? Uh, oh, I bet you. As a matter of fact, on the DL, I think all of those people are investing in all of that stuff. And then they're telling everyone... This is a speculative market, and I don't think you should be investing in it. And then they go, hey, Bob, it's me. Uh, Put in another 100 mil in Doge and Bitcoin and Ethereum. And yeah, oh, we've been doing this since 2010. Yeah, like, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, this is new for me. I've just been learning about it. You guys are a little bit more into it than I am, but I'm guessing a lot of our listeners on the channel don't know a ton about Doge or crypto in general. So I don't know if there's an easy for dummies explanation real quick that you could break down either one of you real quick. I don't, someone explain to me how mining works. I don't understand mining in the slightest. I can kind of, 
So in order to get a Bitcoin or in order, and I don't know if this is happening necessarily on other, uh, it is happening on other cryptocurrencies. However, mining happens, so just, they have these computers set up to solve incredibly complex problems, essentially. And because they're set up to do this, there's a finite number of Bitcoin. Not all cryptocurrencies have a finite number. Some of them are, you know, whatever, there's an infinite amount or there can be more created, you know. Yeah, like the U.S. Uh, dollar is in, infinite, yes. but Bitcoin yeah. is finite because there's only 21 million of those coins. Yeah. I believe the the term is inflationary and deflationary assets. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, so Tyler, they get these incredibly complex computers and uh, supercomputers for some of them, and they're set up to automatically just solve these problems. And when they solve the thing correctly, it gives them a Bitcoin, or it gives them a portion of a Bitcoin, or you get whatever and there's also rewards for having doing moving things through the blockchain that's a whole nother thing but yeah essentially that's it tyler mining means that there's a finite amount of bitcoins in order to get a bitcoin you have to solve a complex problem in order to get the bitcoin that's how more becomes available into the market however there's a finite amount of them in general so once all the bitcoins yes and it's going to stop in the year 2142 or something or 2070 something it, it's pretty far off it's really far off like outside of our lifetimes um and so because of that it, it's it's considered to be this decentralized finance community is calling it better than what we have now in this fiat system so what happens when there's 21 million bitcoins and then it becomes like a kind of like a secondary currency and then there's too many people to like fight over these bitcoins now. You see, like if you're gonna hit 21 million bitcoins, our population will keep going up, 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 and eventually, is there just gonna be a? Or I guess then the price would just go up, and they're all just worth more. Yeah, because it's just like more scarcity of the coins. That's the idea, I think. Yeah, the fact that the coins are very scarce is what's causing them to be value. There's a there's a clear supply and demand thing going on for some of these digital currencies and this is just becoming because it's considered a better you can't print more of it so it's considered the store of value it's considered to be the next gold so bitcoin is obviously up to like forty thousand or something a share and obviously for okay so then doge uh obviously was a fraction of a penny like what a month ago or less maybe and now it's up to it got up to eight cents i think but now today it's like sitting it's been sitting at like six or seven cents so obviously if people got in early they're making making good money on it but should i this week buy a hundred dollars with the doge what do you what would you guys say on that what do you think obviously we're not experts but like should people just be dumping their money into doge right now if they don't have other investments or like other things that they're doing here is that a smart decision to do I think it's worth it just to at least dip your toes into cryptocurrency, even if you lose it or whatever. It's a hundred dollars, and you get some experience with what it is. Okay, I agree with the end part of that statement. I disagree with the very beginning because there is a time to get into any investment, and it is never when it is pumping. Ever, it's never when it's pumping. If if it's if it's driving, it's going up, and you just have straight FOMO then it is what it is. Miss out on that investment. There's a million investments nowadays. There's a million. It doesn't even have to be in the cryptocurrency world. You sit that one out, you let it cool off, and you buy back when it dips. You might miss out on a dip for months with that specific asset, but 
it is what it is. But then at the end, when you're like, you need to get, you just get into crypto. Yeah, you're right. But I think not with Doge because Doge doesn't do anything because each of these coins for people that are in some sense new to it, they serve, they serve a purpose. And because they serve a purpose, you can choose a coin that will serve a purpose 10 years down the road. And now you're not trading or speculating. You're hoping that you've got a solid investment. So you can then get in to Doge if it actually was the thing that was going to solve cancer, you know? Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, to, to like to wrap up Doge, I guess, just like in general, before we hop on, like the, still we're going to talk crypto about this guy who obviously there's ways that you store this information and <laughs> there's some horror stories with it. Um, but in terms of like Doge, like what, like why is it, like what is up with this meme that's connected to, I, obviously it's all over the place on social media is that's what, is that what's like pumping up the value you guys think? Or do you think it's actually legitimate, like worth something like a, worth money? Or is it just the hype right now? Well, that's, I mean, it's worth what people say it's worth and how many people use it. So at the moment it is worth something, but if that hype dies down, then. It's hard to say that there's, I mean, things that don't have intrinsic value. I mean, what is the value? I mean, gold isn't worth anything. It's worth something because we say it's worth something. We can use gold for other things. It gets used on, you know, in electronics, I think, and different. It's a conductor of, right, of electricity, possibly, and stuff like that. Like it, it has. It, I think so. I think gold has some electrical properties. I think it has more. It has more use than just like ooh, gold, you know, or meme dog, you know, like that's. So yeah, but you're right. Like it's things are worth what what people agree that they're worth. Yeah, yeah. It's so freaking. It's just got to be, you got to have a good stomach to handle these investments over the next 20 years, I think, with Bitcoin and how much it's going up. Because if it can go up that much, it can go down that much, right? That's, you know, that's the idea. So um, basically, yeah, uh, Paulus, if you could pull up that um, stories of horror stories of losing money. So I don't understand these digital wallets. Like I don't have, like I just do, if I buy into Bitcoin or Doge, I just do it through Robinhood. And obviously that's different than if, like, Will, could you explain the difference of buying it through Robinhood and through wallet? So when you buy uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency on Robinhood, what you're actually doing is buying, you're not buying the underlying asset, which is an actual have Bitcoin. So what's going to happen here, and I don't know this story uh, that you pulled up, but what you're doing on the other exchanges like Crypto.com or uh, uh, Coinbase, uh, any of these places that you actually are buying and you will then own some Bitcoin or some Ethereum or whatever it is that you're buying, Doge, whatever. Uh, on Robinhood, you're just buying a thing that tracks Bitcoin. It tracks the, the price um, of Bitcoin. So you don't actually own anything. What happens to these people is that because it's a digital asset, if you want to take it to, for it to be safe, because an, uh, an exchange can get hacked. If you buy it on crypto.com, someone could hack it and take all of their Bitcoin and you're left with nothing. So what you can do is buy Bitcoin on an exchange and then transfer it to what's called a cold wallet or a cold storage wallet. And what you do is you download essentially your Bitcoin or your money onto a little, looks like a USB drive. It's password protected. It's encrypted, it's incredibly secure, and it's offline. But the problem is that if you forget or lose <laughs> the passwords, which is I'm happening, right? Is that, that what is, you're doing? Uh, and that's that's where we're at, is that people have bought these and, and held on to them and safely secured them and done everything right, the right way. And now um, as, the, as they want to cash out, 
they can't get into their wallets. So uh, if you could scroll down a little bit, Paul. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he had 7,000 Bitcoin. Um, and basically he has guessed, I believe, eight out of the 10 times that he has to get this wallet open. If he doesn't guess the password correctly, he's going to lose a lot of money. <laughs> a lot. So it looks like 220 mil is what he'll lose. If he if he guesses this password's wrong two more times, the whole drive erases itself. Oh my god. There's gotta be a back there's gotta be a back door. I just don't trust these companies. So who's say that wallet gets erased? Does those seven thousand go back to the twenty-two million? Who's keeping track of that? So it all gets no, it's gone. It, it, everything gets tracked on. So the way blockchain uh, technology works, everybody has a record of each transaction that goes on. So it's actually really incredible because people want to use block blockchain technology also within voting. So rather than make it too complicated, but Everybody sees the transactions. Everybody sees what is happening. You just, you don't, it, nothing, you can't, so this guy loses that Bitcoin, it's gone. And people actually do things, you can, what's called staking Bitcoin. You can hold it in uh, an account that's going to give you money, kind of like a CD or something like this. You can understand that. And it's locked and it's locked off of uh, the market, you know, obviously. And that stuff is starting to happen more, but. No, I. I get that. I just mean when you said there's a when there's when there's a finite number. You said twenty two million or whatever they decide. Does that seven thousand now? Go, do they say oh we can actually have seven thousand? Do you get what I'm saying? Or when so that twenty two so that twenty two million isn't actually going to be twenty two million. It's going to be less from people who lost. Ex exactly. Too. Exactly. People that lose coins. People that don't use them. People that hold them forever and ever and ever and ever. So it's actually a very finite resource. That's why they're calling it digital gold. Is because there's only a finite amount of, of it. Yes, we can actually make gold, believe it or not. But like, yeah, it's finite. Like, we're not only going to get so much of it, you know? Yeah. So I was just trying to, like, with this, it's on point. So of the existing 18.5 million Bitcoin, about 20% currently worth about $140 billion appear to be lost or otherwise stranded wallets, according to cryptocurrency data firm Chain Analysis. So like a lot of it is just sitting out on these wallets. A lot of it's not being used. A lot of it may not be able to get access. Like that's an insane amount of money that's just sitting around doing nothing. And that's what worries me the most about cryptocurrency in general is that for a currency to be viable, it has to be used. And Bitcoin obviously is being used more and it's being, you know, a lot more wealthy people are using it for purchases. And there's a lot of obviously articles about how it's being used in crime because it's untraceable and yada, yada, yada. But doge for example you can't people can't just buy it everybody and just hold on to it otherwise it's not going to appreciate in value if you have to be using dogecoin for it to increase in value so that's like my biggest concern about doge compared to bitcoin i guess but we can wrap up this uh, little conversation on on, on cryptocurrency after we kind of discuss that i guess i don't think that's a huge concern if like everyone's holding it and yeah the value is going up and up and up like yeah i'm going to use an eighth of a bitcoin to go like buy a car like i'm just and then you're like, what, this was worth before, even though the value is going, like, this was worth $500 when I got it. Now it's worth like 10000 Like, it just, I don't, I think people, as it goes up, like, they're, people need money. It's not like everyone here is just sitting on 
enough money where they're going to come to points where, yeah, they're going to need to count that as like their, uh, you know, their savings and they're actually going to be forced to spend it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, yeah, you are 100%. People are going to take some of their Bitcoin off. They're going to take profits and they're going to move them into other other things, especially as we have more mainstream adoption of Bitcoin, which is what's happening. I was just going to say, uh, shout out to Crypto Casey. Yes. I've been watching her. She's good. Crypto Casey, we love your work. Uh, we love your your stuff. And we'll get, let's just get, we'll get a crypto uh, expert on here and We'll figure out exactly how much we need to invest, where we need to invest it, and when we're going to be able to get our return. Golaremi has got you rich. <laughs> People are a little upset with Elon. People are not very happy that he's pushing it and promoting it, and they're saying that there's like, you know, ethical issues because it's giving people false hope. They're going to be investing in it, and they're going to lose all their money because they trust Elon. But interested to see what you guys think because obviously you made a comment like you're telling you saying old old time bakers investors are saying don't invest in this it's risky but then when they go home at night they're going home and <laughs> buying bitcoin and Doge. that's pretty stupid i mean isn't any investment because you trust whoever's in charge is gonna <laughs> like come on like i'm not gonna invest in someone's company and then have it like i trust it's gonna go it's gonna increase or else you're not gonna invest in it yeah no i don't He's a respected member of our society. He's our Albert Einstein. People will look back at this eccentric dude and they'll look back the same way they looked at Einstein for all the stuff that he wants to do. He's in the middle of literally, my dad sent me a video today of Elon creating a space rocket, the same rocket that's going to take us to Mars in 2024. He wants to use for public transportation to get you from London to New York in 22 minutes. He's, you, I'm sorry. How is that public transportation? Ship? Yeah, that's he wants to make this. He wants to make this a a thing. Yeah, and also Singapore to Dubai in 24 minutes, uh, like Australia to somewhere else in like you know 30 minutes, and you would go to the place. It would take a boat out to the middle of the ocean, shoot up out of there straight. You'd you'd be weightless for a split second, and then you would land at the spot that you're doing. And this is all like in under half an hour. And he's promised that it will cost the same amount of a commercial airline ticket. Boom. What do you say about that? And he was starting it in the next six months. He's starting building it. I think it's SpaceX, his other company. One of his other companies. Is yeah. this, uh... first off, who's going to regulate this? Elon already regulates everything himself. He's already working with all the governments. He's the same dude that wants to put a tube under LA to to Mexico. And he's there there's no regulation. They do whatever they want. Are you ready to sneeze, B? Because <laughs> Oh <laughs> okay, come on. There we go. We gotta go find that clip from last time. That was a good one. You really I was cause I was gonna hold it in because I had that on the podcast and I was like, I'm gonna sneeze. I don't wanna sneeze in while they're talking. But then it felt good to let it out. Thank you. Thanks for allowing me to express my sneeze. Take that docket and put it in your docket. Yeah, put that <laughs> shit in your docket. <laughs> this cryptocurrency solved by the B team.